Welcome to the Single in the Suburbs podcast. Grab a drink and join us as we talk about the good, the bad, and the WTF of modern singlehood. I'm Caitlin. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Sarah. Cheers, Cheers, ladies. Welcome back to Single in the Suburbs. We've actually made it to our 10th episode. Amazing. (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for sticking it out for 10 episodes and for our first season. We are hoping to, uh, we're planning on and working on our second season. Um, But in the meantime, we will be bringing you some fun little uh, extra promo clips and things like that. Just make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Um, Bonus content. That bonus content, (laughs) yeah. You don't want to miss any of our shenanigans. so we want to end on a bang. So we're <laughs> going literally, to, literally, we're going to talk about sex, baby. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So our drink this week is appropriately t- entitled "Between the Sheets," and mine has spilled onto the sheets. Ooh, <laughs> hate when that happens. Um, it's a creamy coconut and rum concoction. It's so good. Yeah. Oh my god. It's way more satisfying than most one night stands. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a one night stand. I wouldn't know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you probably wouldn't know. Sorry, I'm like laughing really loud <laughs> in the mic because. Um, hmm. Well, but before we get too deep, Elizabeth, why don't you tell us about a date that you had this week? Because I feel like this is a tale that needs to be told. Okay, so as we plan to get into a little in this episode is we are living in a world of casual dating over a certain I guess it's the I hear it's the same for young people but it's definitely those of us who've been married and stuff there's wanting a lack of commitment or whatever so anyways this was a casual date apparently a very (laughs) casual date so anyways I have come out of a situationship and I was just kind of trying to get my ass distracted to be honest so I wasn't being picky, maybe. I don't know. Maybe not picky enough. Anyway, so this this gentleman asked me out for a date, and I mentioned to you guys, and I, I wasn't even looking forward to it, no. to be real. Like, you guys are like, are you excited? And it's like, no, because I, I really don't think my heart's ready. It's still probably in the situationship, whatever. So um, he starts by asking me would I like to come over to his place, but he works until 10.30 p.m., and lives like 40, and you've never met him before. I've never met him before, yeah. and he lives like forty five minutes from me. And I'm not going to leave my house. Wait, anyway. so he wanted you to actually come to his house? Yeah, that was the original, at ten thirty at night. Yes, he's like, well, I get off at ten thirty. Nice. He's <laughs> like, after I put my daughter to bed, and I'm like, mm, you know, I think I'd rather meet you first. <laughs> um, you know, comments. Anyways, I'm dragging this out way too long. So then he's like, yeah, I understand. How sweet of him, right? <laughs> and asks if I wanted to go. I, I I think I even said, how about one of your days off? Like, do we have to go on a day that you work till 10.30? So he said, um, he texts me and, you know, you do like, it's nice when they come up with a plan. So he's like, you know, how about this and that place in Woodland Hills? And I'm like, well, to be honest, I have to leave my daughter home alone to go out. So I don't really want to be 45 minutes from home or whatever. And he's like, okay, how about 4 p.m. at a certain winery? And which is a very fancy winery or whatever so I'm like okay thinking I'll rush from work kind of freshen up and go over there so about a little while before the meetup on that date he texts me and says hey don't get too fancy I'm in workout clothes (laughs) okay 
you're like, cool. Yeah. Because you were just going to wear a tank top anyway. Yeah. Right? So I, yeah. meanwhile, though, she texts this to us and I'm fuming. Yeah. Because She's like, don't go cancel <laughs> yeah. the date. Yeah. No forget weather. this. Is this your first meeting? He's just going to come and work out clothes. <laughs> this is ridiculous. And it kind of is. So, but what makes it worse is we get there. I see him and being the sweet, friendly thing that I am, I get, you know, I give him a little side hug and like, oh, nice to meet you. He's freaking wet like sweaty (laughs) wet from the workout and he goes oh i'm sorry i just like like change your shirt like reapply the deodorant this is 100 that's like a six date girl even if we were coming after the gym right he would fresh you know paper towels yeah no i wouldn't even come after the gym because i went i was i worked all day went home like curled my hair or whatever and freshened up my makeup and i mean it was actually low effort for me because i wasn't excited about it yeah but he was literal no effort yeah he was like anti-effort yeah and it's just um talk about casual dating like to me that's more of a five dates in move like hey i really want to see you and we're both so busy but i can meet you after my after the gym really quick I don't know. He kind of had a little scent, too. Like, you know, a little, like, <laughs> I worked out scent, which, you know, he was in good shape. Obviously, he goes to the gym often. Okay, gross. Enough of that story. But this is the dating cesspool. That but I think you bring up a good point. Right. Because the reality is when I'm going on a date, I'm putting in effort. I am curling my hair. I'm getting my eyebrows done or... Spray tan. Yes, or or whatever Botox, Botox, you know, just to keep yeah. up on this stuff. Exactly. You want to look good yeah. for your first Not date. Not to mention having to shake... Shake? Shake your legs. <laughs> I gotta shake that leg. <laughs> gotta shake those legs that I haven't shaked lately. Shaked no, shag. I mean, like, there's... For women, especially living in the suburbs of L.A., like, you... You have to look at there's a certain expectation of looking a certain way and right. I already don't look it so right. I do have to put a little effort in you know maybe Well you want to look good and show that you're putting in effort without looking like you put in all this effort it's supposed yeah. to be like I'm a natural beauty I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> with my back dog Yeah I was born with uh, this this mascara on Yes Well it's that but it's also like you know just the fact that like you said you have to you know, like, so let's say this guy did shower off after the gym. Great. He just had to shower off and show up. Meanwhile, like for us, it would have been showering, makeup redoing, hair redoing. I better shave everything just in case. I mean, yeah, I know it's just coffee, but you never know how this well, date might go. Yeah, you know, like, you reach <laughs> for your leg. Totally. Yeah. But think about like the fashion choices, yeah. you know, like we change our outfits. How many times to make sure we pull it off correctly? Yeah. I mean, we're going to the gym like a lot. Yeah, and I hate the gym. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, I was low effort. I literally just was wearing jeans at work and switched into maybe a little sexier of a top. But, um, you know, that being said, I know when I, when I do really like somebody, I will take extra time. Like, I'm excited yeah. about it. But I, it's just, it's it sucks. It, it just sucks is all I'm going to say. Yeah. And smelling good, oh, my God. It's an aphrodisiac, honestly. Oh, it so, is. So, like, there's oh. nothing better than going on a date with a guy that smells good. I mean, there might be better things, but <laughs> well, <laughs> I scent know. is so important because, and I didn't realize it, but I remember I um, was so so in love with this guy, and everything about him smelled amazing. And then another guy that I dated, everything about him smelled disgusting. Yeah, like, not so <laughs> and I was like, oh, I, apparently that's a thing. It's yeah, a, no, it's it a is. Thing. It's a turn on. Yeah. Well. Um, I was thinking about we went out with some uh, friends the other the other day and we were talking with a guy about his dating experience and he happened to, <laughs> to bring up you know he's been seeing this chick for a number of months and they have not slept together 
And it me, was like three months. Three months. Yeah, three months. Three and or four. I, I yeah, would say, it was, dude. But like, meanwhile. You've got to test drive the car. Yeah, Elizabeth and I are like, if we go three dates, <laughs> we're like <Yay>. pious <laughs> and wonderful. <laughs> it's, it's not just that, though, because in honesty, like, I I have standards still. I, I have I have morals still. My point is like if if there's not enough chemistry to take me to the third date, um, I can't imagine going three months and then Right. And well, what if you get there and it's terrible and you've invested like, all this time? Like that show Married at First Sight where they like start kissing and it's like, what if you what if they're a bad kisser? You just married them. Yeah, Anyways, I'm not that shallow, really. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that begs the question, then what is the correct time frame? Yeah, exactly. Right. Because I never had felt... <laughs> so I, we were no, both I feeling pretty shameful because we yeah. were sitting across the table from this guy who happened to be sitting next to Sarah and we're looking at each other like, like oh, oh God. God. He went three months and then he's like, well, I'm just not sure. But why did he go three months? He told us. Why did he go three months? Well, he did tell us. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know that the... that's our story to tell, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I don't know that we that, can tell that part. And that's honestly not even the point. It's just interesting. <laughs> it is. Well, it's interesting because it's a different perspective because I assume maybe that these guys are ready are waiting to get to the physical point. And I was surprised to hear that he wasn't. You know, yeah. that it was a that it was Which, a, I mean, on the other hand, is very respectful. Like totally. he was obviously putting her needs before his own, yes. which is amazing. No, but nobody also, does that. I, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I don't buy it. <laughs> I'm not buying. I'm not buying that used car sale. Sorry. Well, I, you know, and honestly, the thing for me is that um, I feel like being single and um, the fact that, you know, this is like you come out of a marriage where, you know, hopefully and you're having, you know, regular sexual interactions. Um, and then you go to an opportunity where you're just on your own and it becomes this feast or famine thing. Like, mm-hmm. I remember when I first um, became single again, it was, I mean, literally years. It was literally years before I could sleep with somebody again because I was heartbroken, you know, just totally heartbroken. And it, the thought of doing anything with anybody else was just not well, going to yeah. be on my... my. Uh, For women, so much is connected yeah. to it. You know, like, I... Yeah, there's so many emotions. Well, there's so if you the really grief are hurting. Pro- yeah. Yes, there's the grief of a loss of a relationship, like we've talked about. But then... Also, like sometimes it takes us a lot, a little bit longer, yeah, to want to just jump into bed. Well, I mean, some of us, some and of I mean, it, yeah. maybe not all of us. I got over my, <laughs> you know, you're like I'm over it really fast. Well, I mean, I'm not over it, but I, I mean, I just feel like you know, once that you know, you break the seal or whatever, then it's like okay, I can, I can move forward. But then, it be, but I remember thinking, so legitimately, you're no longer saving yourself for marriage. Is that what you're saying? I, I never did. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> um, God forgive me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't grow up in th- with that, <laughs> with that, uh, um, you know, being forced that down pressure. my throat. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but I think that, uh, like I said, that feast or famine thing is like, you know, I remember the legitimate fear of like, am I ever going to have sex again? You know, because it's not like, you know, you suddenly are single and you don't have needs or don't have desire. Yeah. Um, but the I other- was worried about cobwebs at one point. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, my house is going to be filled with cobwebs. Your house. My house. house. Yeah, your temple. Um, Your temple. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, beyond, though, the sexual aspect of it, there's also the touch. You know, I mean, think about it. Like, you're leaving 
a marriage where you're used to being hugged, their Kissed. arms around you, they're holding affection your hand. is really Some everything. Some sort honestly. of yeah. affection, and then you go to nothing, nothing for like a very long time. Well, I, we have like. I know you and I have talked about this before. It's like you have your kids, and when That's they're young, they're though. hugging you and loving yeah. you. And, See, stuff, and we but were it's talking about same. Like, it's it's a take. They yeah. they take our love. Yeah. yeah. So and I love like loving on my kids. You know, yeah. I do. I hug them. We sit together. You it's know, not really a my, caress, though. Yeah, no. no, that's different. <laughs> it's, it's totally different. different. After a hard day, having somebody to be. Like hugging you and holding you and whatever. Yeah, that is gold. I do remember um, as I'm like sitting here, (laughs) trying to touch him. I heard a a podcast that I was listening to where it was actually a sex therapist or whatever, and she said, which I I kind of thought was kind of a cool. And she's like, because you crave touch, she's like do yourself a favor like go get a massage right. or something that's like relaxing and- oh I heard get a dog <laughs> <laughs> she I heard mean, get a dog and she's yeah. she's doing that I yeah. definitely am a get a dog person but um, but it, it's it, a human it connection think, that makes and a difference it's, and what's pathetic is so like I went I, I remember one time being like okay I'm going out to get a massage just because you're so hungry for touch yeah. that's, that's relaxing and right. th- that sounds pathetic but you know no, what I mean like I think it I think it's a thing like um and maybe those that are in relationships or long-term relationships don't understand because I sure didn't when I was married. I mean, I do think that, you know, that is a good tactic, though, with massage. And uh, from somebody who used to be a massage therapist, there's, right. nothing, there's nothing like sexual about that. It's, it's no. the, the the need for human connection. That's that's kind of her point. She right. was trying to say like that connection with another human that, I mean, obviously, it you know, it wasn't any kind of happy ending nonsense. Right. My point is that just to have some, you know, and and then I remember kind of thinking, you know, I'm sure I'm going off on a tangent, but I remember kind of thinking then there, there's people that don't even have the opportunities right. that I have. So right. I was, you know, everything in perspective or whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, it is tricky. And so we put this out to some of our listeners about like, okay, so what is the, <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> time, the time frame, frame that, you know, is acceptable because yeah, clearly I are normal yeah exactly yeah. and I think there were answers we were like are we normal or is he normal, normal? <laughs> it, it was it, it brought us like thinking about the subject so we threw it out there and we right. got some responses which was interesting yeah I mean most of the time it was basically like it's a personal decision you know yeah. but I was interested to hear how many women you know really are like I'm not um, until we are committed, until we are exclusive, any of those things, because th- I just haven't had anybody be committed or want to be exclusive with me. Yeah. So it's like if I were to go by those standards, I would regrow a hymen. I mean, like, yeah, it's just like I would never have sex again. Apparently, I remember telling one of my close friends um, in a situation where the person was, you know, looking for commitment or whatever else. I was like almost shocked because you know, I've been single longer than I'd care to admit. And I've been, you know, we had that episode where I talked about where I'm clearly the queen of situationships. So no, not by choice. But my point is that, you know, I think that when somebody if if you have that standard, uh, these women seem to be finding somebody that are Willing interested in commitment and but then you know there's so much about the energy you put off and the vibe you put off or whatever, maybe I'm not putting off the right vibes. But that was interesting to to me yeah. because I then I felt kind of crappy when I heard some of the responses, if I'm being real. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like there's been this 
dual message that I've gotten back from what people have shared with us. On one hand, you have the people like saying, oh, gosh, like you guys were saying, you know, we're doing good if we make it to our third date. Yeah. And then we have a whole lot of other people saying like, oh, until we've had the talk, it's not happening, which is interesting because then you want to ask, okay, so when do we have that talk? And what does this talk entail? How do you bring it up? Also, where are they finding guys that want to have a talk? I find guys that yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, but I mean, mean, that's true. I mean, I think I feel like the best advice that you know people sort of gave was like, okay, I wait until I'm exclusive, and we've had, um, I've seen their test results. You know, which I think can be, you know, universally, obviously, that is should be the standard whether it is or not you know is another question but this isn't the 70s with free love we're trying to be we're trying to make healthy choices for our lives exactly um, overall yeah and but you're right when do you when what what point you know do you have the discussion and if you have made it to the point where you are i guess three months in you could have the discussion well what about three dates in yeah, you and know, you just started kissing, and then you decided it's going well enough to want to take it further. To but have, wait. Yeah. Wait. Open your health portal. <laughs> <laughs> um, when were you last tested? I, I, yeah. Am I allowed to share a little story about that? Yes. We want to hear all stories. So working in healthcare, obviously, we all work in healthcare. We do care about health, and we do mm-hmm. realize... I, I don't know. I, I I don't want to go on too much of a tangent. That's definitely my thing, of course. But I did, in the past, date a gentleman who wanted to go there. And um, I... Just one? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Only one. The only one. The only one. Anyways, so um, I brought up the sexual health thing mm-hmm. because I was trying to have some standards and make wise choices. And... Um, you know, I, I I mean, I'm just going to say it. Casual dating is tough. Um, gentlemen seem to, uh, Sarah, forgive me for saying this. There's a lot of gentlemen that want a raw dog out there. And I'm sorry, but our health, our health matters. Right. You know, we can 100%. get into we can get into that in a minute. But well, and isn't it funny that they want to do that, but they don't want to say you're their girlfriend. <laughs> You know, it's like, wow, I mean, those sorts of privileges are given to committed relationships. Yes, you know, they want, but it's they like, want well, white, they should be. They yes, should be. They yeah. should be. The expectation, yeah. it shouldn't even be the expectation. Right. Like, there's, why are you even asking? There's very much a thing these days of people who want girlfriend and wife benefits who, the gentlemen who want girlfriend and wife benefits who aren't even willing to, you know. But there's so many women desperate to have a relationship right. that we're giving away those privileges that really should only be for girlfriend wife step. I I agree. And and it's it's been something and I know we talked to you know we text briefly about it recently is that it's kind of like a little bit of a conviction in our hearts cuz it's like how many times have I for acceptance or whatever. But anyway, so my story real quick back yeah. to the <laughs> Um so you know I was trying to have some standards and he basically, you know, said he didn't want to, you know, strap up. <laughs> Just spit it out. He didn't want to. He didn't want to don a condom. Yeah. Yes. So I was like, okay, you need, you know, in that case, I feel like it's, it, people should be tested. Yeah. Like, Go you get know, tested right now. Yeah. yeah. Now. And, and I said, I'm not going to hook up with you um, 
Raleigh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you're not clean. Oh, my God. This is mortifying. But anyways, um, so he... (laughs) It kind of (laughs) is. Yeah. Sorry. So he sends me test results, and this is the real humor of the Mm -hmm. thing. This is where it gets good. Which we can say a little bit about our feedback on test results when I'm done with my story. But... um, so it's like screenshots of his test results. But you know how like on an iPhone, like the top part of the picture cuts off? Yeah, unless you actually click on it, Yeah, right? you have to to click on it. So it said, <laughs> sorry, they already know the story. But it said on there, gonorrhea detected. detected. Okay, so detected. she sends this to us. So, so we're like, oh my this, gosh, she sent, sent that? I sent this to him. I'm like, why did he send yeah. that? I'd be mortified. Gonorrhea detected. Like, And then I was trying yeah, to is think. Is this supposed to be a cell? Yeah. Like, and, and he's like, and he was all proud of himself. Like, see, I did it. I did it. I'm ready. <laughs> and I was, th- I was trying to think like, of an appropriate response. Like, so are you going to get on some antibiotics? <laughs> like, you know, and this and that. And then one day, I don't know how many days went by. I had already told you guys the yeah. story. And you hadn't I, responded to him. No, and I hadn't responded to him. And I click on the picture and it opens up and it says, not, not detected. <laughs> Which is funny because I didn't hear that part of the story until way later. Yeah. So I am thinking like this guy's gonna... I was like, gross, who tells you they have gonorrhea? Well, I mean, you hope that they tell <laughs> yes. you if they have it, but like yes. at the same time. No, like, but he was so proud of himself. Yeah, no, like, here you go. I did it. I've got the results. Gonorrhea <laughs> detected. Jesus. It was good. Oh, my God. That's so Anyways, funny. my heart was in the right place. But I, you know. I feel like I need to say I never hooked up with him. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we will qualify a lot yeah, of stories I just, I with wanna, this one, I think. Yeah, I want to make sure people know that I'm, you know, I, I have standards. <laughs> I have boundaries. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Well, it was interesting. Um, sir, do you want to talk a little bit about, like, some of the other um, uh, well, feedback I thought, that we got? Or? Yes, the poll results were yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay, it it so, was, and there was a lot of results. There, yeah. Okay, so, results. and I'm just going to direct quote. <laughs> I tell them that I'm ready to have kids, and then they all of a sudden feel better using a condom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, I can't wait to get pregnant. I want five kids. (laughs) That doesn't work for me. I'm so old already. They're like, no, you don't want kids. You're like, it's been a while since I had a baby daddy. (laughs) This might work. (laughs) I was looking for another baby daddy. Okay, wait, somebody else said, I find out when they got tested last and have them show me the results. No screenshots. Mm. I need to see their patient portal or an email. If I can't watch them log in, I ain't sleeping with them. <laughs> there are too many ways they can That's doctor be the awkward, results. Though, like log in, do you remember? No, your past totally. I didn't even know that was the thing where you could. So they say you can doctor results or find shady templates online. And I'm oh like, God. I mean, I didn't even think about that. I didn't either. So like, I I was thinking I've never asked somebody to log into their patient can portal. You but like, I'm like, pull it up right now. I'm feeling the vibe. Pull not it up. that. <laughs> Don't pull that up. Not pull that, that up. Yeah. As I'm like over here motioning. Yeah. Pull it up. Pull it up. <laughs> um, yeah, but could you, I mean, but that's the whole thing. They're right. It's legitimate that you should be concerned because you can be tested and then go sleep with somebody else and then yeah, come back. And it only and, takes once. They... Yeah, no, we all did education. <laughs> yes. Okay, and then there was another one. Whether there's a new person I don't fully trust yet, or back in the day when I would do random hookups, which some people I, still uh, do, you know, whatever. Me. I always had the policy, wrap it if you want to tap it. <laughs> and if they aren't willing, then I'm out. I mean, that's oh a God, good that's life fair. advice yeah. to live fair. by. Yeah. 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 Wrap that, it that'll be our new it. single in the suburbs motto. Wrap, wrap it, it or you want to tap it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, man. But, you know, here's one of the listeners 
said something that was really disturbing, though, is that there's this new trend of men wrapping it up and then sneaking it off partway through the act. Which is horrifying. That's, I mean, it's horrifying. It's totally it's, horrifying. It's also a little bizarre. But you're also so hot and heavy into it at that point that that is beyond awkward. I, I'm sorry. It's yeah. just like, that's violating for sure. Well, well go ahead. I was going to say, it's become such an issue, though, that actually California just recently passed what's called the stealthing law. Mm-hmm. And we kind of wanted to touch on that because I think it's important to know. I didn't even know about this. Me you know? either until... Yeah. Well, I mean, essentially, California became the first state in the U.S., which is interesting. There's been a lot of states that it hasn't passed. Mm -hmm. But um, removing a condom without verbal consent, you know, consent illegally has been added to the state civil definition of sexual battery. Yeah, which, which is interesting. honestly it is. I, I mean, it yeah, is. Yeah, I think that makes total sense. It's. I uh, think we, as women, downgrade things. So we're like, oh shoot, you know, they, you know, whatever. But it's it's a violation. It is. Yeah, yeah. If you've set a boundary and they've crossed it mm-hmm. at any point. That's not okay. Basically, I think it's putting it's it's drawing a good line on consent because mm-hmm. you can consent to be together, but not consent. To sleeping openly to, yeah. for that. And I thought it was interesting because even when we were talking about this, New York and Wisconsin, they tried to pass this law and it was rejected, oh, which was interesting. Like, why? A, yeah. It's a, yeah, that's, I mean, that's. Well, and I mean, honestly, for California, it's not criminally prosecuted, like, but it is civilly prosecuted. So, you know, even in that, like, you can't. Um, you know, take them to be arrested or anything. Not that yeah. anybody wants. I mean, honestly, women would avoid all of that just by just, could you just respect what I've asked for? Yeah. Right. But um, I think that it is interesting, you know, it's kind of like with those laws that are like the, um, like revenge porn laws, you know, right, it's right, right. like the, there's more and more because these things are common and it is a violation of whoever it is, whether it's male or female, that's a violation, you know, yeah. Um you should be able to have some sort of way to, you know, stand up for yourself. No, and I think that's great. Yeah. Hopefully that will make it so that it's less less, <laughs> less of an issue. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, even, like, the fact that STDs are one thing, which, of course, like, everyone And we've all been practice. learning about that for, like, sorry, I totally cut <laughs> you off, but I feel like especially us being of a certain age, like, there was a huge movement regarding, like, AIDS and right. stuff like that that I think our generation is very cautious about sexually transmitted diseases. I'm just like gonna be very blunt about it. Like I think that, um, you know, it's it's not, it's something that we, you know, nobody wants to risk their health for a little fun. Right, well, and I think if you make it like until your 40s, like and you le- or through your marriage and you've never had, you know, had yeah, to deal with, with an STD, you, you don't wanna start now. Yeah, you're with the same person for, you know, a good chunk of your life when you've right. been married. And so, you know, it felt like a safe environment. So when you're thrown into this single cesspool that we've been thrown into, like, it, it is something that I think is on our minds and that I like we're that. thinking about. the single cesspool. The single cesspool. <laughs> in the suburbs. <laughs> single um, cesspool in the suburbs. Yeah. <laughs> Season two. But the truth is, it's not just STDs that it's are an not. issue. So for women, and maybe guys are not aware about this, but like, you know, we are very delicate. Our biomes a are very delicate. fragile deli- flower, yes, I like to call exactly. it. I'm a fragile flower. Um, and so you're dealing with as we've alluded to in dating your neighbor, UTIs. <laughs> <laughs> Cranberry juice yeah, cocktails. Yeah, exactly. Um, or yeast, yeast infections. infections. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I mean, and that can happen. I mean, 
even inside a marriage. I mean, absolutely. So I had been married for a very long time, and all of a sudden, it was like yeast infection upon yeast infection, and Which I'm like, is what the hell? I mean, and you think you and also, are. Like, no, but What's you think on? you have a yeah, exactly. You think you have a loyal partner right. and then you realize you don't. Right. And I'm like, okay, so that's what's going on. But it's interesting because even if, you know, we talk about abstinence or we talk about, you know, purity. Purity. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even we if all you're failed doing, that class, sorry. <laughs> no, I've I passed that I class. I passed for that a class. Really wait a minute. Time. I, wait a minute. <laughs> I did. I didn't take the class. <laughs> and you two passed and then failed in the aftermath. Okay, the aftermath, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but yes. Originally, I did pass. <laughs> Good for you. My first score. <laughs> yes. And I feel like that first score is all that matters. Right. Yes. The after sure. stuff, you know, like whatever. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> moving on. Well, but I mean, I think that too, because the other thing is like, it doesn't even matter if you have multiple partners or your partner's cheating on you. Oftentimes, will women deal with um, what's it called bacterial vaginosis yes. just from changing partners right. because they're pH is different than your pH and, you know, whatever. And so it's or not just like, having a partner and then having a partner. Yeah. Suddenly yeah. it's all different. And your body is shocked. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Like, what? what is this for an yes. object? Yeah. So for pH um, is a thing. It is. And so for guys, it's like they can have this encounter and then it's over and it's done. For women, I very likely will be dealing with this for the next the week or two. Yes. <laughs> you know, like just the change. And it's such, it's annoying. You know, it's like, this is not coming for free. It's and it's half, half the time not coming at all. But you know, well, just saying. And, you know, the responsibility of, of birth control is, is, yeah, that's is the other thing. on us. I mean, of course, it, at this point in our lives, like I... I'm just e. waiting for menopause. <laughs> I, I guess because I, mean, I, you've got. I mean, I'm not birth control. You've got IUDs. I, you've got, I was uh, just thinking condoms, that, but I, obviously the guys don't want the condoms. So, but what, okay, but okay, I understand that it feels differently. I take if I take birth control, which I, I'm refusing to do anymore because the last time I did, I got melasma. Weight so I had like physically I physically am you know scarred from it. Like no, I'm not well, going to do and, that. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Like if you're not one to go sleeping around with a lot of people, right. like what is the point of taking birth control for two years and then I'll you know you have a yeah, for the one time for that you actually time, yeah like come on it I mean, only takes then, once Sarah I know but then okay so then you do an I, IUD yeah you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell, us, tell us about an IUD. No, but I mean, okay, so it's a painful procedure. You know, it, you it, it's stuck it's, up there, you know, whatever. You have cramping. It's you know, uncomfortable you, for it's a little while. Yes. But then, like, these guys, it's not like they're committed. So they just want to have some fun and then move on. And then, meanwhile, you put yourself through, you through put a physical yourself, procedure. Right, which is fine. Like, no big deal. But And I get it. Like, if you're going to be sexually active all the time, it's probably worth it. If you're not, <laughs> maybe put it's a not freaking so condom on. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I think too though. Like, there's you know a, a lot of the weight of this seems to be on the women, which could yeah. be a topic for a whole another conversation. But I did go on a date recently with a gentleman. Another one. <laughs> I told you I'm just kidding. I'm trying to distract myself from some pain. No, you're putting yourself out there. Good for you. So um, and anybody that knows me and listeners, I don't want you to know me that well, but I'm not 25. What? I'm not 25. She's basically 29. (laughs) And somebody told me like, well, you have a real this person I went on the date with said you have a real 
fertile look about you. <laughs> Whoa. Oh gosh, yeah. I feel like I would run the other way because like no more kids. Sorry. I don't yeah, want to be a fertile. And this person actually asked me, do I want to have more kids? And I'm thinking they're going to have to well, never mind. So well, what? He looks in your eyes. You're looking very fertile tonight. He's like, he's like, you look like you're in your childbearing years. My childbearing years, that ship sailed. I yeah, don't even know. though, like physically, you are probably still capable of having a child. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, but no. I mean, I get that there's celebrities and stuff right now that are my age that may or may not have. They're totally not having. Up. No, yeah, I mean, be honestly, having a, child, a lot but, of people are still having children in our, you know. In our prime. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm not in my prime. But I think the fact that we've already done that, been there, done that, we're done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, on a dating profile, if they are saying they want kids, I, I don't care if I like everything else about you. That's not a conversation I'm willing to have. I am done having children. I love the two that I have. And um, we are in the promised land of teenagehood. So forget we're that. We're so close <laughs> to the finish line. And yeah. at my age, I was not expecting anyone to ask me, did I want to have another kid? Right. So like, um but you know that's the so thing that is like oldest, a lot of these so that my oldest can be 25 years older <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> my oldest son is turning 24 in January oh so can gosh. you imagine 25 how oh, I'd oh. love to have a baby with you I'm I mean sorry. people do it all the time and you know to each his own that's yeah. totally fine but that is not the train no ride I'm getting on no judgment I'm like fire sale of my eggs like can I get rid of these things any faster <laughs> you know I don't want I'm, I'm yeah, ready no, I'm, I'm ready for my senior cruise <laughs> I just know I, I'm, I'm I looking I'm looking for a nice companion for my senior cruise please call I <laughs> do like need to go on the golden bachelorette <laughs> oh my god oh lord well you know um I have to say, you know, we're going to kind of close out with, you know, the story of the season. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> um, and I feel like I, too, have to qualify this. I am clean. I have been tested. You know, like, we're just going to go ahead and go there. It's so it's so awkward. Um, but it's, it's like, like it's, we're it's pure. Like, we're pure as the driven snow. Totally. Well, I mean, but driven in that snow. way. Physically. Physically. Driven snow? Driven snow. Yeah, that's driven the thing. Yeah. yeah. I haven't heard that one. Here is the driven snow. Google it. Mm. But I just feel like ultimately we can go through all these things. We can prepare ourselves. We can be tested. We can make sure that condoms are being used. It doesn't even matter because you could <laughs> run into a cocktail like this one. <laughs> so I um, was dating this guy um, and I thought it was going fairly well. You know, we'd been out several times and, um, you know, had a lot in common. And it wasn't three months. No, it wasn't three months. You know, I haven't had a three that, month that was anything in years. That was the problem. If you had waited three months. Maybe. Um, <laughs> but essentially, I mean, we had, you know, we were sleeping together. It wasn't the first time we had slept together, but um, we had slept together. And uh, I remember I chatted with him the other day, like the next day after. And I was like, how are you doing? And he's like, well, I woke up with this, like, something's wrong with my eye. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Like, hopefully that gets better. Let me pray for you. <laughs> so, you know, we didn't really talk the rest of the day. The following day, I'm just like, hey, how's your eye? And he's like, oh, my God, I think I have pink eye. I must not have washed my hands after we fooled around the other day. Oh, my God. Fooled around? I didn't. I, what do you say to that? <laughs> I don't Wait, know. And since when do we get pink eye from... Uh, yeah, I've never correlated I've never pink that. eye and sex. Like your thought, eye was yeah. not. I thought your eye was a, wasn't in the area. I've heard so I don't understand. <laughs> but you're not the type who's going to be like, well, in, no. and in reverse, you know, I've heard mm, 
I don't even want to go there. But yeah, I something mean, it can might burn get your in your eyes. Eye, something might get hurt and stuff. Oh, but yeah, oh yes, that's like, totally yes. different. No, but so I, I didn't. I had no idea how to respond. If I was you like, had pink eye, it would make sense. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> she could blame him. Yeah. It's well, his fault if you got pink eye. Well, what was really funny was that, so I didn't know how to respond. Um, and I, you know, I was super offended. Like, okay, first of all, the fact that you immediately went to, you get this random eye infection. It must be because you had sex with me. Like you're that's a dirty birdie. Apparently so. A dirty birdie. Um, but <laughs> also what, you know, it's like, what did you expect me to say to that? Like, oh my God. Like, yeah, totally. It makes oh, total I'll, sense. I will pay for your eye drops prescription. Yeah. I feel personally responsible. Well, I, I just didn't even know. So I think I just texted back. Like after a while, I was like, well, I don't know how to respond to that, but I hope your eye gets better. <laughs> and he, like I said, I'll pray for you. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. And it's like, there's, wow. yes, you did. This, there's did no other way to how mean it. How did you mean it? But here's the best part. So that was done. Like immediately I was like, well, we're, I'm, you're just an asshole. So I'm not going to leave the phone number. But um, literally I was watching the news two days later. And guess what? Pink eye was the latest symptom of covid oh my god <laughs> so this fucker had covid and, and was blaming me for his pink eye <laughs> and the funny thing is i remember when you told me about this and as one of my professions out of my two jobs might be school nursing i had so many kids with pink <laughs> totally. eye at my school right then it was hilarious i'm like no you don't understand i remember texting yeah. back pink eye is it's going a thing. around like, it's going around right now class. Yeah. and i yeah. wasn't even sleeping with those people <laughs> Thank Are God. you sure? No. <laughs> but no, literally, we had one in probably every class of the entire school. I know. More pink eye than in my 10-year, 11-year career of school nursing. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like he needs to do more testing. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, but it just, it was so offensive. And, you know, when you think that things are going well and that somebody thinks highly of you, and then all of a sudden they immediately equate you, you with... You gave me pink Yeah, eye. I'm like... Oh my God, like you really have zero respect <laughs> for me at all. <laughs> like, so bad. I'm guessing you never talked to him after that. I did not. Yeah, shockingly enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt like that was enough of, of that. Well, the end of that conversation. <laughs> yeah. I think I feel like when you told me that story, though, that I'd honestly heard it all. Yeah, like, that was that was pretty bad. Uh, and, you know, I, I get that we're three completely different people putting ourselves out there in the world. And I felt like I'd heard it all. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, and it's one thing to think it. It's another thing to actually make that accusation. Unfounded. Unfounded. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, and as we continue on our journey of single in the suburbs, um, and we make put sure a- you're washing your hands. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we put ourselves out there for the sake of all you listeners. <laughs> I feel like, you know, each when we just don't think we could have when we think we've seen it all, you know, then you know somebody show up at your date with BO in their workout clothes like <laughs> there's always more to see. Yeah. <laughs> the the bar is just lower to and lower be continued. and lower. To yeah. be <laughs> continued. But I'm burnt out on it to be honest. I'm like, yeah. So well, <laughs> But, you know, I'll take one for the team. I'll put myself out there a couple more times to see what happens. A couple more. Oh, yeah. No, we know you got us. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been super fun to um, do this first season with you guys. And I think that um, we are excited to bring more stuff next time. Yay. Yeah. Definitely. This drink was so good. that yeah. I mean, look It at, was great. As you honestly. saw me chugging it on camera. Honestly, I finished mine. 
Have we ever have we ever <laughs> no, finished I don't our know drink? That. We always kind of just sip at it, and not me. I'm like, like <laughs> it's down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, cheers, okay, cheers, cheers to season one. Guys. Wait, what was the name of this drink again? Between the sheets. Between the sheets. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Three months Bye. or three dates. <laughs> <laughs> 